Pubcast. Well, people like to put lines in the sand and say, this is my line, don't cross it, which I think in some instances, a boundary is very healthy. Yeah. But when you're doing it um, based on their views of their own personal life, that's the energy that's not really good. So it's right. like, if you don't believe exactly the way that I feel, mm-hmm. then you're, you can't be in, in my spheres and of energy or anything. And that's yeah. a little bit different than having a healthy boundary. Welcome to the Liberated Healer podcast, where we touch on a variety of topics in the world of spirituality, energetic healing, and everything in between and beyond. Take an adventure on a shooting star with your hosts, Gina and Linnea, offering their wisdom, guidance, and everlasting love and support. Hey everybody, this is Gina Cavalier. I'm your host for the Liberated Healer. And I am your other host, Linnea Hodson. And we're kind of excited today because it's just us. We're just going to chat it out. Chat it out, you know, but we, we've been really lucky. We have so many people on be on the show. We're actually like pre-booked like three, four months in advance. I know. It's wild how fast it's all happening. Yeah. And, you know, all the listeners and everybody. So thank you again for your support. But we just want to chat out a little bit about some of the principles of that we go by and that we use every day and also the Liberated Healer and the things that we promote. And this is a curious time right now. It really is. So we just wanted to give you guys some knowledge that you can take into your daily life and hopefully help you handle the energy and everything that's going on in the world right now. And one of the first things I'd like to say is that the earth is also going through its own evolution and consciousness and changes. So it's really you know, it's really easy for us to go internal and say, but what about me? You know, and I'm going through this, which is great because when you're dealing with healing and healing yourself, you can only change yourself. So yes, but it's a good thing. I think to remember that all these living things are going through an evolution, uh, evolution and a consciousness change right now. And anytime you make significant change or transformation, just like the butterfly, we know what that is. Yes. It's painful. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah, transition periods are never easy. They're always going to be uncomfortable. And like you said, it's really easy to just go within yourself and focus on what you're doing because at the end of the day, you really only have control over your own actions or all of that kind of stuff. But, you know, it is really important to have an awareness of what everybody else is going through and not just other humans, you know, like Gina said, it's the entire earth, like every living thing is going through these changes as well. And also it helps when you, people around you or people that you work with, you know, everybody has their thing that, you know, just makes them human and, you know, coming from a place that's kind and dropping all the politics and dropping the religion and dropping all the medical, their medical with the, how they feel about things in their body or not feel it, you know, that's caused such a, a very intense conflict in people and even yeah. in their, inside their own families. Oh yeah. And you know, we're just here to provide some potential tools if you're interested. So the one thing I wanted to start with is the spiritual laws. And these are the five spiritual laws that we've been able to find, or this is where we believe that it is right now. But the first law is that you exist. And guess what? There's nothing you can do about that. You exist. 
You have a soul. It's here. Even if you do decide to leave this world somehow, uh, you still exist. Mm-hmm. That, that's what that spiritual law, the first spiritual law is. The second one is that everything is here and the now. So nothing you can do about that. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about that. So that's basically the power of the now, like Eckhart Tolle. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's everything is here and the now, and that is just all we have is this moment to moment. And the third spiritual law is that the one is the all and the all is the one. We are all connected to one consciousness. And I'm going to say that one one more time. The one is the all and the all is the one. And we are all one consciousness. So, but basically it's what it's saying. Yes, we are very individuals and we have our own individual life path and at will to make any changes we want. But let's not stop to think that we are not all one part of something that's happening together. And when we, the reason why that's so important is because when you are having a conflict with someone or even it could be road rage, it could be anything just from, we really are all the one, one together. 100%. So if you throw out hate and, you know, not only does that just come back to you, but it's in, and, and you have more people doing that, then it's, it's rate is decreasing the high consciousness and reducing. And that's sort of like sometimes what happens. Yeah. The next law, the number four law is what you put out is what you get back. Oof. <laughs> that's the truth right there. <laughs> what you put out is what you get back. And I'll, um, we, you know, we can all think of immediately something in our life that we've done, you know, for, I'll just use a, a quick analogy, like, you know, just having a bad day and just being filled with anger, right? And to us, the color of anger is ah, red, red, dark, dark red, anger, 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 right? And you're walking around and you're angry and you're mad at the dogs or you're mad at the mailman or you're mad at all these different things, right? And say, for example, you're doing dishes, glass holds energy. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I've noticed for me is when I'm angry, glass will break around me. Yeah. And it happens all the time. And I'm like, oh man, I'm just, I'm so full of anger. I better go run some energy. But I've broken, and and basically the I'm just kind of maybe doing a light cleaning or something. The glass will like completely like fly off the shelf when I barely even touched it or something like that. And glass holds energy. And so it, it will break because it, yeah. it can't be around. It doesn't like to be around bad energy. Mm-hmm. And I think... I have to go back and look at this, but I think that's one reason why they break glass in the Jewish tradition when they're during marriages and stuff. Yeah. Um, so the number five spiritual laws, and this is like kind of, I think the most important is that everything is always changing except those four laws. <laughs> true. Everything's changing. Constantly. If you're not good with change, uh, that's terrible because everything is changing constantly changing the world is changing your friends are changing you got to get used to change right i mean when you think about it on a more energetic basis i mean everything is energy humans this table this crystal your cup of water that's next to you everything is just made of floating little atoms that are just buzzing around and they happen to be in that form in that moment you know it's constantly changing. Everything is constantly in motion and moving. So of course, change is inevitable. And that is something that we definitely, it's something that you have to work on. You don't know how to just accept it right off the bat, but 
it is something that you definitely should come to terms with, I would say. Absolutely. <laughs> and also when you are working on your energy, like you're going to change. Yeah. And there's going to be some people that don't like those changes. Mm-hmm. And actually that was some of the first thing that was hard for me during my energy work is I went into energy work because I was suffering, mm-hmm. deep suffering, suicidal, couldn't connect to the world. I did, you know, I had this big self-pity kick me in the back, you know, self-pity was my thing. And, you know, once you, re- once, once I realized like I just self-pity myself all, you know, all day long back then, I was like, no, I don't, I'm not, I don't self-pity, you know, it was such a, like a downer. And then I go, oh yeah, I do, you know, oh, what about that? And that happened to me. Why did that happen to me? And, and that doesn't happen to other people. And you kind of use that, you know, comparative energy. Now you're comparing your life with other people's lives, which is also a terrible energy to get into. And I think it's really heightened right now. And it's a lot, we talk about this because of social media, it's not even just social media though. Like I just think that everybody is in such different places in their lives with the pandemic and, you know, things have been like stopped and then they start up again for a few weeks and then everything gets shut down again. And, you know, we're all in very different places and learning to accept a, where you are at in your journey. And second of all, not comparing your journey to someone else's and like what they're doing with their career or, if they're moving or just anything like that, it's so hard to not compare yourself right now. And that kind of energy is definitely one that is prevalent at the moment. Well, people like to put lines in the sand and say, this is my line, don't cross it, which I think in some instances, a boundary is very healthy. Yeah. But when you're doing it um, based on their views of their own personal life, that's Mm. the energy that's not really good. So it's like, if you don't believe exactly the way that I feel, Mm -hmm. then you're, you can't be in, in my spheres and of energy or anything. And that's a little bit different than having a healthy boundary. Yes. There's one thing is like a healthy boundary as in, yeah, I'm just going to, we were just talking about healthy boundaries earlier. It's more so to protect your own energy and, make sure that you're doing what you need to do in order to keep your energy in alignment. And sometimes that does come with boundaries that you have to set with people, but that is not to like shut them out. You know, like I said, it's to manage your own energy within yourself. Yeah. And sometimes telling people that if they get upset because you're setting a boundary that's healthy for you, it's really good to say, Hey, this, I'm, this is, this is my personal boundary. It has no reflection or judgment on you or criticism yeah. on on you. Right. This is just how I I don't feel anxious or I don't feel out of right. control because I've had this healthy boundary. And you know what is, is really imp- interesting about boundaries is I have to give a cheer out to the good parents out there that are really good at teaching boundaries with kids mm-hmm. because I didn't I wasn't taught with boundaries and I know you were. You come from a very healthy family that you know, was very supportive, but also you, they kind of taught you boundaries, right? Oh yeah. You're, you're 27. And that's why we talk a little bit and I'm a little older, a little bit older, but, um, we talk about, I wasn't raised with any boundaries. No, I wasn't taught it. And it was something I had to learn over time through making mistakes, kind of stepping on people's, Mm -hmm. you know, personas and things like that and not understanding where the boundaries were, but healthy boundaries are just 
like really, once you actually learn that, it's to me, it's one of the things that made me evolve very, you know, much quicker once I go, oh, yeah. yeah. I will say with boundaries, it was something I had to learn over time because I feel like I go kind of in a pendulum, you know, so I'll go way over to one side and then I get way too involved with a, like a friend group or something and I realize it's not what I should be doing with my life. And then I set some really hard boundaries and I would just cut them off in the past. So something that I've learned to do is not let myself swing so far over in that one direction so it's not so extreme, but then also being able to communicate those boundaries with the people that I am close to. So I'm not just not communicating about it and just setting these boundaries for myself. I'm also talking to the people in my close circle about it so they know where I'm coming from with these boundaries. There's another thing that's coming up that I think is really interesting that I had to learn is I had somebody attack a friend of mine online Mm -hmm. and because it was so upsetting, I attacked that person online and, and I felt like I had the right to do that because they had really did a falsehood on my friend. Oh yeah. And it it actually was so bad. It was in the papers and everything. And, and this person is a fully charitable person that uh, actually rescues animals every day. Hundreds of animals has this big thing. And, he had to let go one of his people and it was a friend of hers that was saying, found some footage and tweaked the footage and made it look like he was a horrible person. But I jumped in and I realized that was really wrong to do. Mm -hmm. And I apologized to that person that I jumped in and said, you know, this isn't my place. I realized that. And it really caused some anxiety in my life. And um, that was a boundary that I went over because that is not my fight. All I can do, all I should have done was just say, that's not my experience with that person. I've worked there, you know, and, and put out some positive vibes and, and support my friend, but I shouldn't have gone that. And I remember that as a lesson and, but I'm seeing so many awful things online. So I think that's why I feel like maybe we, we, I wanted to mention it because it's it's not your fight. And then you get a walk, you get worked up, right? Oh yeah. And this isn't, you're not, Hey, you weren't involved in the first thing that happened. And and now you're bringing all this flack and attention to you that really isn't even worth this drama and this mean that I see so many horrible things, even on like a next door app, right? Right. Where you have like supposed to be a community thing. And one person says something and then everybody jumps on that person. It's just, Oh, I would love to see that kind of get reduced. and. Yeah. I mean, you know, that energy is just going to continue. It's like this one person posted something hateful, and then you're going to respond to them with something that's also hateful. You're just letting that hateful energy kind of like take over you, and then your hateful energy is just going to pass on to someone else. So why not you be the person who stops that energy and turn it into something positive because then that positive energy is going to pass on to the next person rather than more hate. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And maybe, you know, if you can turn it around and do it something, yeah, positive in the way to combat that. Right. So or just don't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. And that's what I wish I did, but I, I wouldn't have learned that lesson. Right. We have, I mean, you know, we're humans. We yeah. do these things. We have experiences. We make mistakes and, the best thing that you can do is learn from it and moving forward, try but, your best not to do that again. 
the reason also I'm saying is that if something's not working in your life and you're wondering, you go through your day of events, right? You know, waking up and doing something and you're like, wow, I still, I've always wanted to be a painter or work out a little bit more or eat better, have more time to eat better. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of time kind of hidden that we give away. Oh yeah. That we could take back. For sure. And use that energy to something that supports the things that fulfill us with joy and excitement. And, you know, going back to some of the earlier conversations I had on some of my videos, you, the word excitement is the word. If it excites you, do it. Yes. If it, and that is exactly the word and you can just, and I use this every day. If somebody's like, do you want to work on that project? And I think about it. Uh, yeah, I kind of, kind of gave me the ooeys, but I'm going to make some money, you know, unless I really don't can pass on it. I just say, no, thank you very much. Mm -hmm. But because I know it didn't make me excited. And what happens is, is that non-excitement and I'm doing it just for money and I don't even really, I just, just want the money. You go into resentment. Mm. And then what happens is you come up with an obstacle in that job or that situation. Right. And then Instantly you get mad yeah. because you already are doing it for the wrong reasons. You're already not excited about it. And it's not even their fault. It's your fault because you took a project or something that you aren't even excited about. Yeah. So. And I also think that it's easier to keep your energy in a, in a more like protected place as well. If you're doing something that you are excited about, you have that excitement I have worn many, many hats in my time here in LA. I always have like eight jobs. And it's because I went through those periods where I was doing jobs that I truly did not like and I was not excited about. And it created a lot of problems, like energetic problems. I was sick all the time, so much anxiety and stress and no sleep. And it was just terrible. And now I have discovered that my pathway is to just do a bunch of smaller jobs that I'm really excited about because that's what serves my soul, you know, and that I figured out that that is what works for me, but I'm able to keep my energy in a really good place and stay more protected because I'm doing things that I'm actually happy when I am there and doing it. And I have a lot of friends that are kind of stuck because they've been say at a job for many, many years, say 10 years, right? Yeah. And they've got their benefits and they got, they're making a certain amount of money right now, but they're suffering. And they, you know, I think that's a really hard call. Yeah. And my advice to that is to, you know, the time that you do have left that is your own, do something that excites you and try to inch your way to that exciting thing. Mm-hmm. So for example, if you're a writer and, but you, you work at, you know, maybe a studio or some, I don't know, something and you're like a coordinator and you really don't like your job, mm-hmm. but you always wanted to write. I mean, really carve out that time. If that's something that excites you and, yeah. and then carve out a half hour and then carve out an hour and just, you got to inch your way into your excited life. Yeah. You just have to, and if you want to live a fulfilled life, because again, like you said, what'll happen is, and I've seen this happen over and over and over again. Something catastrophic happens because your spirit is going to push you out of that job one way or another. And you will get ill. You'll get cancers. Something, you'll lose a a relationship. All of a sudden your person just gets up and leaves you or they didn't, and you were so unaware. You don't even realize that you were 
in such a misery or a dark place because yeah. you're so used to just getting that normal paycheck and things like that. And if you've made up in your mind that it's going to provide X, Y, and Z and, you know, actually the, all the, your loved ones can kind of feel the, that you're not that happy. Oh yeah. You know, I feel like the relationships around you will definitely suffer in some way, shape or form. But you know, if you're not excited about your job and that's, what's taking up the majority of your time on a daily basis, you know, if you're working five days a week, then that's a lot of your time, you know, it kind of puts on the blinders. It makes it harder to see those other things that may be going on. And then that's where, you know, it kind of turns into a cycle where it's harder to set those boundaries and even just be aware of your energy because this one thing is just really putting a damper on it. Yeah. And, you know, we do have these outside forces of big corporations that have a lot of money and they are constantly marketing at you for the next thing. So they want you to go in and then go into debt. So the debt is just this other heavy thing that all these things that you don't really need. And now you're keeping an awful job that you're not excited about to pay off all this stuff that you're really, you can only use one thing at one time. Yeah. You know, you can only... And I think this is part, I love this conversation because this is what people are feeling, I think, from the pandemic and the great resonation. Yes. This is the like collective consciousness, the heavy energy. I would, I call it, I'm calling it like clunky energy or clumsy energy because everybody is feeling it right now. I've had multiple people just come up to me out of nowhere and people that I know, obviously have come up to me and just been like, dude what is going on in the planets or what is happening right now? Because the energy is just weird. It's just weird. And it's, that's definitely playing into this collective energy that everyone is feeling. Yeah. And I was like, I just did a healing this morning and I, I was like, step away from the television, step away from news, Yeah. step away from, you know, um, this woman had just had back surgery all the way up her whole entire back, you know, and it's been a month and she was completely in fear in her body and crying. Oh. And, um, she's a little bit older, but she was very active and, you know, just having to release, I, you know, she was like, how about the world What's going on? You know, she's worried about all these different things going on in the world and not ta- worrying about healing herself. Mm-hmm. So we did a whole thing about, letting go outside forces and outside influences, focus on your own healing. And the one thing that I had to go over and over with her again, which I'd just like to mention really quick is most of us don't breathe deeply at all, all the way down to the bottom of our lungs. Mm. So if you are stressed out for any reason, have any kind of pain, you know, just lay there, do these deep breaths all the way. And actually, if you can hear the breath coming out, that's where the life force is. Mm-hmm. Our life is in our breath. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't breathe deeply anymore. It's shallow breaths. And I always, when I'm doing healings, a lot of times I'm like, do you even breathe deeply? And they're like, they're so subconscious. They're not, yeah. just, <laughs> like, they're not, <laughs> like, there's no deep breathing. And it's like, especially when you're trying to heal, if you've been oh, sick. You you know, and you're, and you're just sitting there watching TV, no no deep breaths. It's like, come on, go breathe some deep. Yeah. Get some, get some oxygen in there. So I don't know. That just came to mind to kind of remind people to the deep breath. Yeah. That's a great way to, you know, help protect your energy. And it's something that you can do literally anytime, anywhere. If you're feeling a little bit chaotic, take a deep breath. 
you'd be surprised at how much energy it'll help you release and how much more centered it will bring you to yourself. You know, I feel like it's like, it's like your ear, like, you know, clears off your eyes a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I get energetically that you should do at least three when you're yeah. doing that process. Mm-hmm. But since we were talking about protecting energy, we kind of, you know, as we get to go out a little bit more, it, things have shifted and it just feels awkward, you know, unless you're maybe having a little light dinner with some friends. But when you go to like a little event now, oh my gosh, both of you had, I had a similar experience. Yeah. And I, this is also kind of my theory because I had COVID and I spent, you know, I did my isolation period and I felt like I was really able to get back to my spiritual practices. I was meditating, I'm journaling, I'm doing all of this stuff. I felt so connected to spirit and myself and I was so calm. And then the second that I was able to leave my house and just like go to the grocery store again, I was like overwhelmed by the energy of just being around people again. It, yeah, it's kind of a lot. And I think that as we're, like you said, we're able to start going out and doing things now, we're kind of accustomed to being by ourselves or with just our people whose energy we know really well. So coming into contact with other people's energy and other spaces energy, and it can be a lot sometimes. What did you do to help yourself with that? Um, took some deep breaths, (laughs) honestly, took some deep breaths. And then, um, I mean, I really, I I learned my lesson. I don't think that I had done my, I hadn't like run my energy yet that day. I was like, Oh, I'm just going to the grocery store. I've run my energy every single day for the last seven to 10 days. So I'll be okay to just go to the grocery store. And I definitely learned my lesson. I will like never leave the house again without (laughs) putting up my protection rose. (laughs) Good girl. And I'll just tell you guys what Protection Rose does. And you can use anything that you want that is it's, it's basically an energetic boundary. And as as you know, it's like our auric field or our, what was Julie calling it? The bio? The bio field. The bio field. That's more of the scientific term. Yeah. So the bio field or the auric field. What it does. Yeah. What it does is um, you, you put that rose on the outside of your auric field and it could be any color could even be a lotus, whatever kind of flower you want, but you put a grounding cord on it and it really kind of puts that stake into the, into like a planetary state like this, my energy stays over here. And so others energy can't kind of go beyond that rose. It's really like an energetic line in the sand Mm -hmm. and it, it works. I mean, it, for, we, we test this and we practice this all the time. It's, it's really incredible just to have an energetic boundary. Oh, totally. And the other thing with the we always just call it a protection rose, obviously, but you are going to have to reset it. You know, these roses are, I mean, they're organic thing, living things. So as they take on the energy that you come in contact with, they get fried day, they get kind of fried out, you know? So at the end of the day, you're going to need to set another one. It's like, sometimes they get set on fire. (laughs) Yeah. It depends on what kind of energy you come into contact with. So don't be afraid to just put another one up. You know, do a different color, whatever you're feeling. Sometimes I make mine out of crystals. (laughs) Yeah, uh, we we went out and we went to this event and it was outside and it was only about 15, maybe 20 people. And um, within, I'd say, an hour, I wanted to go home so bad. And I didn't, and I, I have a hard time, you know, 
pretending because mm-hmm. you could see it all over my face, yeah. you know, and um, it was hard. And it, it was really literally because I wasn't enjoying, I wasn't enjoying the conversations. I wasn't enjoying some of the people I was with and it, they were very heavy. They were yeah. talking about things that I, I was triggering me that were, you know, I, yes, as well, we've been in this bubble of, you know, working on herself and, you know, having just this great energy and, you know, and patterns in our life and then to go out to that. Yeah. And so that, you know, I really felt they were sort of energy vampires or these people were not people that I would say probably run their energy or meditate or is in that kind of thing. And that's fine. I don't, I'm, I'm not judging them personally, but I, when I was around them though, I could feel the difference. Oh yeah. You know? And a lot of times these, it, this happens more often when you are someone who meditates and runs your energy and is just more spiritually aware of like your energy and other people's people, uh, energy vampires are just going to be naturally kind of more attracted to you because you're just this like shiny beacon of light, you know, who's and they love to prove you wrong for some reason. And they will argue and argue and you're just sitting there not even arguing with them. (laughs) That's how, that's what it was going on for me. Yeah. You know, um, we, this guy wanted to talk about, um, how judging people is programmed in the DNA and in the brain and it can't be turned off or on. And I was like, yeah, but you can have awareness about it and you can kind of reduce your, your, the energy of it, or you can kind of see if you do it all the time or, you know, and he's like, nope, that's absolutely a hundred percent false. And I was like, okay, uh, I'm fine with that. But he, he wouldn't let it go. And he would repeat himself for, I don't know. It felt like hours. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like a lot of times I'll have people come up to me and, um, just start telling me their life story, you know, like major medical things that have happened or people that have passed on in their life and just like their trauma, their grief, you know, they just come up to me and start spilling their life story out of nowhere. And as an empath, I think that happens to me more often because like it happens because I'm an empath. So I really will like feel other people's feelings and I've gotten better at it now that I know how to protect my energy. But Wow. For a while, it was very overwhelming. So in these situations, you know, know yourself, know what your tendencies are. And like, you'll notice these interactions with people over time, like what kind of interactions you tend to have repeatedly when you go out in public. And then you'll learn more so like what you need to protect your energy against. Yes. And, um, if you have any needs, we have a YouTube channel. We have our, obviously our podcast. We talk about running your energy, grounding yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, helping others to run their energy, run the energy of your home, of your animals, do some protection of your home. You know, especially when people are uh, afraid right now, what happens is it turns into an anger that that colors like that deep red I was talking about. And that anger just gets big and if do you want to jump in that pool of anger no thank you you know call in beautiful colors around you fill your home full of flowers I mean you know go and step on the ground and the earth and feel the grass on your feet yeah connect to the trees and the earth that love you and support you and recognize that the earth is going through a consciousness as well and everybody your neighbors are and just be a little kinder into each other and it's just not worth the drama it is not. Save it for your mama. <laughs> We're all in it together. We're all yeah. having our own individual experiences, but you know, 
there's billions of people on this earth and everyone is having an individual experience. So collectively, that's going to create a lot of energy. And I think that the best thing that we can do is, you know, just try to be a little bit more understanding of what the person next to you is going through as well. Yeah. I've said this before, you know, everything is energy just because if someone is coming at you with a certain type of energy, it's probably because they're stressed out about something else that's and going on in their life. So just, you know, be a little more open, understanding. Don't come back at them with that same energy because all that's going to do is build it. Correct. So we, that's about it. All, all the time we have for today. All this information is pretty much on the website. If you want to reach out to me, I'm Gina at the liberatedhealer.com. If you have any comments or questions or want us to talk about something else further, or if you know somebody who wants to be on the show, we're open. We're here for you guys this is the only reason why we do this. Absolutely. And drop us a line or follow us on Instagram at liberated healer podcast. We would love to hear from you and have a beautiful day. Thank you so much. Bye for now. Ciao. If you enjoyed this podcast, show your support by finding us online at theliberatedhealer.com. And there you can find all of our social handles. Podcast.